Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Today's topic this morning is eternally secure, the power behind service. Eternally secure, the power behind service. So I'm going to read Romans chapter 10, verses 6 through 10, coming from the Amplified Version, okay? But the righteousness based on faith, imputed by God, and bringing right relationship with him, says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead as if we could be saved by our own efforts. But what does it say? The word, God's message in Christ, is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is the word, the message, the basis and object of faith, which we preach. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on Christ, and so is justified, declared righteous, acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he confesses, declares openly, and speaks out freely his faith, and confirms his salvation. So I wanted to lay that backdrop in reading that scripture because I want you to absorb that, right? And we talked yesterday, we started discussing appreciating and depreciating assets, and we talked about our standing and our state. Understanding that you are eternally secure is important to your standing in Christ, in God through Christ, I'm sorry. It is important because it's your foundation. It's the only thing that, as a believer, you can stand on. If you do not have that, which is always what the enemy's goal is, is to cause a crack in your foundation, to uh, cause your stabilization to become shaky, to make you doubt and become unsure of your standing because it's the only way his tactics can work. And if you aren't secure, if you aren't bought in, in your heart to your standing, as a leader, that impacts everything around you, Right? And you are a leader because we've been given a great commission, and we're a specific type of leaders as believers. We've been highlighted to be servant leaders. And oftentimes we've heard that in black churches, and it's often been limited um, in our understanding to just ministry and in the church. But servant leadership is way bigger than that, right? Servant leadership is what God designed. It's his design of the kingdom. Right, because Jesus made it real clear to us that servant leadership is the highest form of leadership. When you look at Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 through 28, he says and he gives a clear instruction that, you know, you look at the Gentiles and those in leadership and you compare their level of leadership. He said, you think they're the highest among you? 
right? But he made it perfectly clear. He said, no, to be the greatest, you must come to serve. And he said, just as I have come to serve, right? And so we're being built into his image. So as leaders, we are servant leaders. We have a great commission that was issued to us in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, that again confirms that our job is to serve through leadership. We are called there in the Great Commission to go about making other disciples or other leaders, baptizing or submerging them in the word, and teaching them to obey. So as believers, we are servant leaders. Therefore, every role in our lives is a form of servant leadership. But if we are operating from a place of fear and doubt, if we're making decisions because of our inability to be secure in our standing, all of our decisions become about containing our fears rather than us propelling the gospel forward. We want to contain the things that we have, the temporary things, right? We looked at a story yesterday about Jacob and Esau, and Esau out of fear, right? Because he's so famished, he think he was dying. Right? The fear of death was on him so much that he sold his eternal security as the firstborn in order to get a temporary meal. Yeah, it's an asset because it was used. It was a tool, ability to satisfy a need at that time, but it was a depreciating asset. It wasn't his appreciating asset. And our goal should be to focus on the things that God says are eternal because eternal is what matters. We are spiritual beings, right? We're spiritual beings that are born with a bounty on our head into this earth realm. So our soul is our most valuable asset because the enemy is out to take it, right? Because he wants your soul to spend eternity with him. Not because he just wants you. It's because he thinks in his mind he's one up in God. So the more souls he can get into hell with him, the better his record, right? But God said, because he's that faithful, he created an opportunity and a pathway for us to be restored into eternal security, right? And that was through his son, Jesus Christ. He created that pathway. And in the scripture we opened up reading in Romans 10, 6 through 10, we see our way into that righteousness is simply through confessing in our mouth and believing in our heart, adhering to, trusting in, and relying on that truth in every area of our lives, including our businesses, including our families, including every relationship that we have. It has to be born from our standing in God through Jesus Christ. We have to be able to move in a way that we are not consumed by the things around us. Because if we are, then we're more fearful to share our faith. We're going to be more, um, we're not going to be as quickly to go about fulfilling the great commission that's on our lives of service to others because now we're too busy out of fear trying to contain our own lives. We're trying to hold on to something that's just a vapor that's going to leave anyway. And there is uh, in... I believe this, where did I get this from? Hold on one second. I got to pull my notes. Um, there is a scripture where in the three talents in Matthew 25, right, where he talks about the parable of the talents. And there is a commentary that I wanted to read that explains this perfectly. It says that faithful servants, regardless of the bounty entrusted to them, use what they have been given to extend their master's influence. 
So the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 18 and 20 basically summarizes this whole concept here. That as faithful servants, that's what the parable of the talents were about. If you're a faithful servant and you know your master, why would you, like the third one, he only hid it, right? Because out of fear... He tried to contain what he had. He didn't make the best decision, right? He, 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 he went into a depreciation mode rather than an appreciating, rather than propelling the kingdom or propelling the thing that God had given him or his master had given him. He decided to hold it and contain it out of fear, right? And that's what happens as servant leaders when we are not secure in our standing, when we're not relying and depending on the kingdom's way of doing things. The spiritual kingdoms is always focused on eternal values, right? The spiritual kingdom's way of operation is focused on eternal values. So as believers here in this land, a temporary land, our focus of how we go about and walk all day, every day, serve and do the things that we've been appointed to do has to come from that standing, from the security that we have the right standing with God and that we have access to his power and to his authority to carry out the unique divine assignments that we have been given. Because if we do not take possession of his power and his authority, we cannot fulfill the Great Commission. It's impossible, right? Because he has given it to us through his power for his sake and through his spirit. Therefore, we have to possess it through our access of righteousness, right, through our access of right standing with him. As servants, we understand that it is not for us to bring about the manifestation. Our job is to fulfill the task or the assignment that we have been given, to execute accordingly. So when we are not secure in our eternal standing, it can sometimes cause us to be out of order, seeking to manifest things in our lives because we are fearful of what we may or may not gain or lose. So today, I want us to walk away with understanding that eternally secure, it is the only power that you need to fulfill your assignment of service in this land. So for yourself, go study, embrace Romans 10 and 6 through 10, Take hold to your eternal security, your right standing with God through Christ Jesus, and begin to make it the foundation on which all other values, all other actions, all other tasks are fueled from. Because what you know is that if I do what God has called me to do, I am not responsible for the outcome, but he is. And I am eternally secure and promised by Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the very last statement, Jesus tells them, I am with you always. That is your eternal security. So embrace that today so that you can begin to operate with the power and authority that is rightfully yours through your right standing with God. Thank you all so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.